Hello everyone, welcome to the Wrestler Review. My name is Dylan Gott. And Joining me name. this week... Mm-hmm. I'm your first and only guest, John oh, wow. Hastings. John Hastings Thank you. is our guest this week, and we'll be talking about Ricky Dozan. Oh, it's interesting. We were talking about him last week. I hope the conversation picks up from exactly that point. Mm-mm. Good. No. Random time. Confuse the listener. We started his funeral. Here's something I was thinking about with Ricky Dozan before you continue. Is he, like, no wrestler's wife has ever just been peaceful at their funeral. You know what I mean? Every wrestler's wife is either, like, he either the wrestler's been murdered or he died just, like, he died on fire from doing so much cocaine he set himself on fire. Or it's, like, like this soon as he died... Oh, he, he was a pedophile so bad astronauts saw him being a pedophile from space. <laughs> <laughs> Never good. A wrestler's the tear in time and space. space. Yes, it, they call it the grizzly tear. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I haven't read ahead to see what happens at his funeral, but it's I'm not sure good. It's bad. Yeah, it was I in. Mean, uh, yeah, guy who thinks he's Hulk Hogan, but with Hulk Hogan, but with mob ties. Yeah, well, that's the problem is Hulk Hogan shows up and fucks his wife on the casket. It's really. <laughs> I'll tell you something, dude. That's right. right no dude. more Pearl Harbors, dude. Yeah. Inoki, dude. Baba, dude. Let me show you how you fuck someone, dude. So when you guys do it to each other, dude, you'll know what it looks like, dude. <laughs> they fuck each other. Yeah, yeah, because they fuck each other over in business. Hulk Hogan was oh, speaking in metaphor. See, that's cool. interesting. He, he, all of Hulk Hogan's lessons were through fucking someone's wife. Nick, dude, let's talk about responsibility behind the wheel, dude. If let's say you're driving a car, dude, or fucking someone's, dude, you want to make sure, dude, you're doing it at an appropriate speed, dude, and everyone in the car, dude, gets there in the end and or doesn't die while you're fucking someone's wife, dude. I love that... What else could be on that tape? Oh dear lord. <laughs> I was like what an eventful what an eventful afternoon for everyone else think but Hulk when, Hogan. Do you think that when Gawker said we'll release another part of the tape if you continue with this lawsuit, Hulk Hogan went, Oh geez, which part? I think he was like, What? Oh, we mean the part where I just say what everyone thinks anyway? Yeah, yeah sure. Or, yeah, the part where the person who is in church I'm in Florida, everybody. What I I'm a lefty liberal, if I said mm. that. Yeah, like, dude, here's what you gotta understand, dude. I'm fucking dumb, dude. <laughs> well, I assume that also he was like, Oh, the only part that really he didn't want out there was the part where he said he apologized because he just ate too much at the buffet. He's like, no one's going to know the Hulkster eats at oh a buffet, God. brother. That also the fact that Jesse the Body Ventura was proven wrong about how uh, he always said that Hulk Hogan had a baby dick. That was one of the – and Howard Stern would not stop putting that out was one of the most wild parts of it because everyone would be like, it's pretty weird this sex tape. And then uh, Howard Stern would always be like, I just want to let everyone know, though, Jesse Ventura on the program mentioned that uh, Hulk Hogan had a – baby's penis disproven as a result of the sex tape. <laughs> like, he's got like, a pretty he's a pretty good dick for yeah, he's yeah. a racist man with a good dick. Good for That's him. That's right. And Shaq is a good man with apparently a reasonable dick that he's sensitive about and a couple of really? people have brought it up. Apparently, apparently that was uh, the part of the problem with Kobe at one point is that uh, and a reasonable dick on a man of that frame 
That's the small looking dick. That's if you not have anything but a cartoon down there, you're fucked. Yeah, you need to have what like a seven what, inch what, dick, and it looks you like need to fucking look like, nothing. You have to you have to have a basically an elephant's leg down there. <laughs> Wait a minute, women can have sex with you and gain pleasure from it. No, you're a pussy. Yeah, no, I've killed seven women with this. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I mostly <laughs> that, uh, I mostly I use it to love? inseminate horses. I'm trying to turn. I'm trying to make <laughs> centaurs. <laughs> Okay, let's get down to beeswax. Oh my god, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ricky Dozan Part 2. For some reason, we're doing multi-part episodes, even though Dylan and I vowed never again after the year of McMahon. Never and it's... again. We're doing kind of Vince McMahon. No, not Vince McMahon. We're doing the guy who basically started wrestling in Japan, so I think you're probably going to have to have more than one episode. The Toots Mond of uh, Japan. This guy's like Toots Hackenschmidt. Yeah. The Conrad Thompson of Japan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, he was the first person to get a guy high on cocaine passed when he gets his social security check, <laughs> then make him do a podcast. Anyway, That's about right. Did you know this? No. So Kimura, when we picked it off, of course, was the was the last time we were speaking was about the tag match that Ricky Dozen and uh, Kimura had against the Sharp Twins. Huge, huge draw. Huge draw in the stadium. Huge draw on the street. And obviously, if you want more color on that, listen to our first episode. If you're listening to this one first for some reason, but Matsuhiko Kimura broke kayfabe to a reporter on October uh, 31st of that year. That year, of course, being let's roll back. Can I just say the idea of a 1954 being uh, a main event is still reels my brain. Like that just does not compute. That tag team match with rounds. That's insane to me. And also could be great. It is a part of AEW that I was excited to be wrong about, and they haven't really proved their point of being like, well, tag team wrestling is as good. And it's like, I like the Lucha Brothers it's too, but like, I've, like, just Jesus Christ, guys, just fucking be linear. You know what I'm saying? But that's what, like, it yeah. just, it's so jarring, but such a thing to work actually towards because it makes such a more, di- so many other places to go, Dylan. Dylan, it's dynamic storytelling. They're playing 4D chess 4D. Whoa. So here's... We, this is uh, Kimura's quote where he breaks kayfabe. We should determine who the best in Japan is. Ricky only works for show. He'll be no match if I fight seriously. And then, of course, soon after these match, um, they appeared in the biggest national newspapers. And in the background of the article, there was an intense rivalry uh, between all these newspapers. Ashi which was one of the bigger newspapers, was supportive of judo and held unfavorable opinions of professional wrestling while its rival had a close business relationship with Ricky Dozan. His I matches, yes. love, the more you learn about like Japanese business culture, it is so bitchy and backbiting where it's like, and this conglomerate owned this other conglomerate and then they bought this sulfur factory and blew it up to despite the copper mine that was owned by a rival conglomerate. All of that cost one company, one, two... 1.5 million uh, yen and collapsed a province's economy for two years. They win. Like, it's so fucking wild I mean, and fascinating is, and inflated and, oh, my God. The idea that a, that a newspaper, like, we're old, so we understand what, like, a newspaper used to mean. 
would be like behind a professional wrestler is fucking so crazy. Insane. That like Hulk Hogan could use like the New York Times as a bully. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's it would be, yeah, that would be yeah. That would be like the front page of the New York Times when Hulk Hogan dropped the leg on Mad, Mad, like Randy Savage betrayal. Like it would be like that. It would be the equivalent of uh, if uh, the New York Times showed Hulk those photos of Hulk Hogan attacking the Twin Towers in the greatest community <laughs> it was like is could it be true hulk hogan betrays new york that that would that's the equivalent mm-hmm. hulk hogan turns heel for real, real. <laughs> i still think that is the funniest 9-11 joke i've ever seen in my entire whoever the genius is who just put photos of hulk hogan in the rubble of 9-11 my god hats off to you sir the most is, guilty laugh that is something that is not uh spoken about is how quickly everyone just made fun of 9-11 it oh was quick. God. It was like, about twenty minutes. Yeah. Oh my god. And like we. Oh, it was we, the day. Everyone, the day of, and then the next and day. And we act like it was such hushed ter- ter- Like it's one of those things that people like look back on, and it's like everyone was patriotic, and it was like, yeah, unless you were on fucking Live Journal, bro. And then I got news for you: people yeah. were saying shit. Like you were not on fucking E Bombs World. Bro. If like E Bombs World, the guys who made up E Bombs World, there's a documentary about it where they're like, fuck, I would believe it if it was like, and then fucking nine eleven happened, and everyone making fun of that really gave us money. But anyway, yeah, I guarantee. By the way, attention, people who make Netflix documentaries, an E Bombs do- uh, World documentary, I would oh, yeah. watch so quickly. So like, I would miss the birth of a child, not the firstborn, secondborn, to watch that documentary. The yeah, I mean, there's a documentary out there just about how Facebook lied and crushed the entire comedy industry online. But anyway, 15 minutes passed. Sorry, I, I read ahead here. So basically, they agree to a match. Kimura secretly hands the letters, this is important, of confirmation to Ricky Dozen saying, let's end it in a draw this time and make a lot of money with our rematches. He was convinced that Ricky would agree with this proposal. Ricky, of course, didn't give him an answer until their match started and then just beat the shit out of him. Oh, my God. Also, can we just talk about how... Did you see this? Have you seen this? I've not seen the video of this, no. You haven't seen the video of this? No. This is like the first on tape and I would say most horrific shoot I've ever seen in wrestling. He knocks Kimura the fuck out so bad. 15 minutes passed. Kimura gives him like a little kick in the dick and then Ricky Zozan just goes nuts and basically starts hitting him. Ricky won when he retaliated with a series of hard open-handed blows with a few kicks sending Kimura to the mat and bleeding and like UFC level unconscious like flopped on the ground dead. Like, that's how you, that, you, know what that, you know what that's called? It's called protecting the territory right there. That's someone who's fucking in to win it. And it wasn't one punch. You really think about it. Keep kayfabe. Keep you gotta kayfabe. watch this. No, you gotta watch this while I talk to people about it. I am watching. Oh, so, I just want to confirm. Give me the year that this de- would have happened. Just put Ricky Dozan Kimura match into YouTube, and there's no way it's it's only be the Ricky Dozan getting hit a bit in the dick and then going nuts. Because the thing I don't understand is like. Kimura just like takes it and he's like, okay, well, I guess once this oh guy's done. Oh my God, it is little... definitely this. Holy shit. Yeah, he's beating the fucking shit out of him. So to verify that what he said was true, this is crazy. So in the dressing room after the match, the new champion was so excited that he disclosed their secret to the press. Ricky said Kimura had asked him to go Broadway and claimed he had refused to follow 
such a predetermined path. To verify it was true, he handed them Kimura's letter. Come the, the fuck evening, on. Yeah, the next evening, the picture of the letter appeared in a newspaper as irrefutable evidence. Imagine the internet back then of like every... Like Ricky the 90s happened in the 50s because doesn't fuck around underhanded piece of shit. I love professional wrestling because you know what it is? It was carny bullshit hack fucking betrayals from day one. This this is year zero of pro wrestling, and the, path, really, yeah. the path it's paved on is just skulls. How is wrestling formed? Well, you need to find yourself someone who is willing to really crack some eggs to make an omelet. Like that's the favorite his favorite part of breakfast is breaking eggs. That's that's who you need to find. Is the best way to describe this oh, piece. Oh god. So, apparently the behavior of anti-social fans, both wrestlers uh led to the pair having a ceremony to mark the reconciliation February 10th, 1955. They shook hands in a pretty awkward photo. Now, Apparently, there's some theories behind this. The non-conspiracy uh, take was that Kimura was a terrible worker. Oh. And Ricky Dozan, fearing a negative backlash if the bout went the full hour, just ended it. And um, he next defends his title against Toshio Yamaguchi. He was a previously it? a great uh, judoka, and he won via countout. This one, nothing happens, just a fully worked match. Sorry, is that when it. Ricky Dozen takes out a full pistol and just shoots his opponent? That <laughs> Count ending, out. There was a couple of kicks that are just him kicking a guy in the neck. And why does he sit there and take it? That's the thing I don't get. Like, why does he sit there and be like, I'm yeah, not I, it kind of like for me, it kind of looked like he was out on his feet. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that, yeah. kind of, like that sort of thing of like, well, he was just a vul- like he was just a dazed, fucked up guy. I fucking hate that shit when it's like, yeah, okay, Ricky Dozen, whatever like he made he basically was the first face of japanese wrestling but still man like there's no good it's, person it's in wrestling there's yeah and yet it's, and you're just fucking hitting this dude also no one's standing in your opposition you're already with organized crime you're like i better make sure to screw some people this is pro wrestling after all some people better understand the only way to actually do it is to make sure you screw some people you got to screw some yeah. people but if there's any doubt about who the star of Japanese professional wrestling is. It is definitely Ricky Dozan because this oh, guy... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy has a huge match where he's the star and then, of course, has this match against Kimura where he kicks the shit out of him. In 1955, he released a movie that translates roughly to Surging Masculinity. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Mm. Why, by the way, are we... Why, by the way, are the chat episodes of this podcast not called Surging Masculinity? <laughs> I mean, Surging Masculinity... Is a great idea for a podcast, but we need to start doing vanity steroids and bick our heads, buddy. You know what? We're about a year away from doing it anyway, so I, I say let, let's lean in. All right, let's start talking about whiskey like it's really fucking important. Oh no! You know, yeah, oh, no. we got to start smoking cigars, but like, oh yeah, it, we got to make it very clear that we don't like them, but not say we like them, but then clearly don't, and then and just we got to so people we can really troll gotta us gotta about it. Get into the mythology of it. Got to smoke a bat. We gotta, you gotta learn how to toast oh, your bat. Oh, fuck no. you, fuck off! I become the people we hate so we can provide for the families we have. Oh fuck me! So, this basically this surging masculinity film was in a way about his um, sumo career. Oh my and god! He had several uh, movies he was in, including The Spirit of Man. Oh, yeah. Throbbing Cock Man. Blue Skies. Fighter in the Ring. Fighter and the Throbbing Muscle of God Mm, was one of them. Surging Masculinity. 
And then up my butt was the other part of that. And then there's also, of course, gooey masculine form takes shape is, of course, another <laughs> And let's, of course, not forget sturdy, upright bass guitar playing friend. But this reminds me of like, this is the 50s, but this reminds me of like hearing about what boxers used to do in the 1920s where they would win a fight, or Jack Dempsey would at least win a fight and then just basically do plays but the plays were just basically like here's jack dempsey he's but most of the most of the thing is like we're gonna show you jack dempsey and this is sort of a play and then you can basically read about a version just of him. This that was done with this with jake lamada and it was sort of yes. a version of old west gunfighters also had this where you would have them actually be like just do dramatizations of their stories and it would be and then he shot jimmy o'flanagan papow you know what i'm saying and the yeah. same thing would be like and then he did this with, sh like, and then he would be like, I did this. I am a boxer. So behind the scenes, reporters said of Ricky Dozan, his fame was only a false image. In actual life, he was nothing more than a bad drunk. He sometimes got tangled up with thugs in a bar or argued with taxi drivers over a trifle. In those cases, he often resorted to violence. More than likely, the police were under pressure from the influential politicians who supported Ricky Dozan, who police who told the police Hell. to overlook his follies, most of which were kept from public knowledge. Hell fucking yeah. Welcome to Pro Wrestling. <laughs> Who's Ricky in Sinatra, part? as I said. In the yeah, podcast. exactly. Yeah, Dean fucking Dozan getting fucked up, literally just putting 50 oh, in the cop's jacket, slapping the cheek. Thanks very much, Toots. Give me three fingers of milk. Did you ever hear what... Uh, sinatra did to that there was like a guy who gave him like a whole bad review one time and he read it and um no oh you never heard this story so they're both eating sinatra spies him in a diner calls the waiter over and then goes like i'll give you three grand to go punch that guy as hard as you can in the face <laughs> and, then the waiter, and then the waiter goes over and is like almost crying and he's like i'm so sorry and the guy's like, for what? And he just rips him in the face. And then Sinatra just laughs and he goes, looks like everyone fucking hates you. Did he give the waiter three grand, though, is the question? Yeah, he gave him three grand immediately. I mean, Sinatra's yeah. not, he doesn't like, he's not that terrible. You never uh, know. Terrible you never man. fucking know. When the guy died, know. Sinatra went out of his way to shit on his grave. Of course he did. I do know that Frank Sinatra once made Don Rickles and Frank Sinatra's body man, uh, Jilly, uh, go out and tell a storm to uh, stop taking photographs. He was super fucked up on vodka and like <laughs> 70 in his house. And he was they were just drinking. And there was a thunderstorm. And he was like, go tell those photographers to cut it off, Don. And he was like, Jesus Christ, all right. And he had to go into a storm and be like, stop it. Stop taking photos. Frank Sinatra's a piece of shit. I love Don Rickles, though. <laughs> Frank Sinatra just seems like he's a real guy who's proud to smoke inside. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he. I've read his book, and from that, it makes it look like he basically, if you want to take positives from the man, it was like he was not a racist. He was not. Well, that is something. Ricky Dozan. And, also, uh, could you say that about Ricky Dozan? Mm, yes, because he was actually... He's Korean, right? So yeah, he had the true. racism done to him. Or I'm sure that... Because he starts... This is when it's like <laughs> immediately everything goes to his head. His death, of course, uh, this is Shinsaku Nita, who he was one of Ricky's benefactors, basically gave him a bunch of money. And he was the only person who recognized his authority over Ricky Dozan. And when he died, um, of course, we're saying Ricky Dozan goes fucking even more nuts than he already was fuck yes i love where this is going i always had this image of japanese wrestling i was just like ricky Dozen was like you know what we're gonna do we're gonna do a little 
American style fake fighting. And instead it's like, I fucking tell you fucks. You want to see a fucking fat cock? You wanna fuck, fuck you. <laughs> and this is like a Ricky Dozan thing was what he would do is he would just basically be like, Baba, Baba, you're a baby. Go ahead. Yeah, he would make someone dress up like a baby, but um, he would have someone come in who was just a wrestler and be like, "This guy's the champion of uh, the moon," and I then he'd it. win the moon title, and then it would never be defended again. I'm a fucking cha- fuck you. I'm a fucking world moon champion, the world champion of the moon, man. Universal. Fuck, I, what do you like better, tournament or just saying someone was a champion and they won it even though they didn't? Because Depends I don't know what I like better. Depends on the presentation of the television. If it's dingy NWA and or ECW like pre-97 ECW, you can just tell me someone's the champion. If not, I want a tournament. Also, quite frankly, I love a battle royal. I think that that's the best of the Royal Rumbles. I don't know why we. I, it's 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 overlooked. I don't like, bro, I don't like battle royals because it's really hard to keep track of. Oh my god, fucking old man, old man got. Well, old you get what man. you want. Do you think because... it's weird that you're gonna be fucking? Your name is Dylan, and you're almost forty. That's a you have the name of a skateboarder and the back of someone <laughs> that get get off the public art. There could be a president named Chad. Do you ever think about that? Oh my god, all the time I think about that. There's like a Kyle is in our future as a president. There's a president, president named Kyle. Joe right now. Yeah, Who's the Joe. president? Joey. Joey Biden is the president right now. Joe. I mean, Joe. I mean, jo- Joseph. You don't think Joseph is an old enough name? Yeah, Joseph is the not. Bible the Bible isn't old enough for you. Joseph you is not the president. The president's name is Joe. The president's name is um, uh, one of my cousin's name. That's right. I have a cousin I mean, named Donnie. Joe. Donnie was the last one. Yeah, but that's Joe not. Joe is not. Joe is a fucking. Get out of here. Joe. Very close to Joey. Get the fuck out of here. Very close to Joey. I don't want no Joey. Fucking bitch. Hey, everybody. Just a quick break. Whoa. To thank you guys for donating to Patreon. If you go into patreon.com backslash wrestler review, we have many, many options, such as brand new untouched episodes. So far, we've recorded episodes about Chris Benoit, Jimmy Snuka. We took a real... a break from evil people and and talked about one man gang and really fun people like that that's for five bucks a month you get access to a whole library of 40 i'm just guessing 40 extra episodes including some watch alongs of hogan knows best we've done a lot of fun stuff we're upping our page meow and uh thank you so much 10 bucks gets you access to the video if you want to see what two ugly people look like everyone come over to my place sleep with me 20 and 25 dollars gets you picking which wrestler you want us to review thanks so much for listening again we love you lay down on a bed of roses yes i did remove all the thorns i'd rather have a brandon go ahead <laughs> no, i hated i hated that joke i hated that joke so much i hated it so much go what ahead joke the joke i just made of saying that was not a joke that was a serious thing no i know it wasn't they had a tournament to decide the top challenger for ricky dozan um and i actually love when they just go uh there was a tournament in rio de janeiro that's my exactly. favorite that's what i like that's what i like i like when it's like this guy's the champ why shut up yeah but it only it has to have been done in the 50s you can't do it in 2003 mm-hmm. Triple H, 48 years ago before this guy was born he won a turtle tournament shut up yeah that's a better way of doing it i don't know who's the champion you fucking sh- fuck you boy that's who fuck you
So Ricky Dozan helps Hiro Matsuda get into pro wrestling, and the way he does it is that Hiro Matsuda basically beats up a U.S. soldier, um, who is like a who is a dick, and uh, Ricky Dozan got fucking mad at him because he didn't play around with him a lot. So it's kind of like a carnival, like eighteen nineteen hundreds carny shit. Get the get the fucking money's worth, you fucking prick! Don't fucking just. Yeah, this is all like this is what I can't get is. over how good it is. Ricky Dozan's evil, like it's so wild. Like it's just like immediately like, wh- just a fat drunk. It's great. Like the second he gets power, he's just immediately <laughs> an asshole drunk. But I mean, he always kind of was because remember that he gets into this. Like he doesn't get into wrestling and like I'm gonna pay my Killing. dues and I really love this. He's immediately involved with the mob does one match and then goes to US to be like, oh, fuck, it turns out this shit actually is worth a lot of money and Dylan. he learns how to wrestle. Yes. Dylan, look at me. Um, do you remember uh, in Toronto when, did like someone get a popular open mic and it just went to their head? Did you ever have Why that comedian? Why are you comedian? talking about open mics? I'll explain to you in a second. That's who I think Ricky Dozan is in that he got the simplest taste of power and it just exacerbated every bad quality he ever had and then somehow his prodigy have just completely created this golden legacy. I can't, I am continually blown away with each new revelation of awfulness about Ricky Dozan. Like I literally in my head, he was just like a sim- he was like the Hulk Hogan portrayed on television, as opposed to it turns out he's the Eric Bischoff portrayed on television. You know what I'm saying? Just a drunk guy. Yeah, he's just a drunk. It's really, it's really good. Fun. Eh? It's really great. However, uh, so Japanese wrestling suffers a little dip, but then Nippon TV succeeds in securing a financial partner for a weekly TV program. Fucking fuck yeah, TV. You're fucking here for me. Mitsubishi, buddy. Fucking yeah, fucking I'll drive you in my TV, Ricky Dozan, (laughs) Ricky Dozan. They have a pro wrestling, uh, first televised wrestling program called Puroso Fight Men Hour. Man, yes, I please. love translations. God damn, yes. Fight men hour? Fight men hour. hour. Welcome to the Wrestle Review's new spinoff show. Fight men this is, this is, hour. Yeah. That's his You're- 50s. They already had it. Why? Who, what would you rather watch? Raw, Dynamite, or Fight, fight. Men Hour? Get me Fight Men Hour right now. NW- uh, NWA, change the name of power to Fight Men Hour. See oh, you in hell, Dynamite. NWA, Fight Men, men Hour. hour? It starts with just it. the noise of men punching each other in the yeah. face, and that's what happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking steal my wallet, or at least look like you do. Fucking piece of shit. That's a yeah. whole hour. This is meant for my girlfriend's fucking boyfriend's friend. And this is what happens when Luthez and Ricky Dozan meet in Phoenix for eight days, which is like, oh, oh sorry. Between no, between May fourth and twelfth to negotiate. Uh, Luthez appearing in Japan. Eight How days of Ricky Duzang getting hammered in a bathing in suit and being like, "Yeah, both my nuts are hanging out, yeah. but my dick's still in there." Wonder how Whoa. I did it, Lou? Did you Whoa. know that men cannot Whoa. have too much milk? Whoa. 
fucking watch me piss, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking life and fucking love to suck my balls. <laughs> hey, Lou, Lou, you Did you know, know one time I had a cookie? It's my great shame. Hey, Lou. Hey, Lou. I'm going to fuck your wife, man. I'm going to fuck her. <laughs> Louie. Louie, I'm going to fuck your wife, man. I'm I fuck Lou. you. What? How about this? I won't fuck your wife, but I'll fuck a bitch that looks just like her. Wouldn't that fuck you, Lou? Fuck hey. you. <laughs> He's just like so drunk, like eight minutes. In. Here, I would love to do some business with you in Japan, Ricky. How about what's the business? Why you shave my balls to suck the hair as fuck face? I just don't understand what. I just hey, uh, you don't even fucking know, man. That's. I also really see that Ricky Dozen's very emotional as a drunk. Like, man, fucking, we do. We're not even talking about this right now, man. Fuck I'll you. Beat the shit out of you, man. Fucking yeah. Fuck you up. Do you think I'm a fucking professional? I'm not. You ask fucking Death Triangle or whatever his fucking name is, man. I'm fucking. Yeah, I kicked him in the neck, Kimura. Kimura. <laughs> Fucking turn around, man. We'll see who's the best fighter. Are you going to punch me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fucking man. Yeah, I fucking, you like, right in the fuck you. Uh, Hiro Matsuda immediately is upset with, like, it's like a year later. And he's already had enough with Ricky Dozan. Cause so one day Ricky comes into Matsuda's gym and want is remember Matsuda is the guy who trained Hulk Hogan and wanted to work out with me. Though he tried hard to beat me, he could never take me down. He got furious and cried to me, You need to be a high ranking sumo wrestler before you become a real pro wrestler. Go to sumo. Matsuda talked back, I don't have to make a name for myself in sumo to be a good American style wrestler. Having publicly Talk back to the boss. He was forced to leave and eventually tour other countries to make his name. So that's how I basically one, hey. two, skip a few. He goes. He is trained by Japan's Hulk Hogan and then trains the real Hulk Hogan. You know what you're gonna fucking do, man? You're gonna fucking go to fucking uh, fucking Florida. You're gonna fucking find a guy who's gonna fuck your wife better than me, man. <laughs> I guarantee <laughs> he didn't like. Guarantee this happened where he tried to take him down. He couldn't. He's like, it's fucking gay anyway. You fucking. You you good at this? Yeah, you you good at this? Touching on men, man? Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you, man. You want to know I fucking do it? I do it for fucking money. You do it because you fucking love it. (laughs) Fuck you, fuck you, man. Hey, fuck. Why is it so fucking hot in here? (laughs) You ever fucking. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. I'm driving home. Oh yeah, I'm driving home. I'll the other level of Ricky Dozen we're not getting into is just him, just like just just no reason pissing somewhere. Look at this, look at me fucking piss. It's like that episode. I know it's a Twilight Zone episode. I just don't know the Twilight Zone episode, but the episode of uh, The Simpsons, one of the Halloween episodes, where everyone just has to pretend whatever Bart does is good. Is it? I don't remember this at all. You know, remember that? And Homer explodes on him and calls him a dick, and then he makes Homer into a jack-in-the-box. And then he makes Homer the football of an NFL game, and it's like, Uh, you know what we say, whatever, something unexpected happens. That was good, Bart. Very, very good. He just reminds me of that, but drunk. Yeah, exactly. Hey, guess fucking what, man? You fucking, you gotta fucking, you're my toilet. He's every guy that Joe Pesci kills in a mob movie. Just like a hammered-made man, yeah. 
Yeah, he's exactly. Yeah, he is every. Uh, he is every guy who appeared in more than three episodes of The Sopranos who was in five minutes of a Scorsese film. That's exactly who Ricky Dozan was. <laughs> so revenues for Dan Ricky hoped that the appearance of Lou Thez would jumpstart business. Thez was taken <laughs> aback by the reception he received. He's like, I was genuinely shocked when our plane landed. I saw a mob of people. The newspaper estimated a crowd of fifteen thousand, probably five. I'm not saying that that I know anything. I just know this is a wrestler. I was looking at... I want to point out how much Dylan is falling for Ricky Dozan, not falling for Ricky Dozan's tricks. But if you listen to the Patreon episode, by the way, thank you, patrons, uh, that is up, our most recent one. Uh, Dylan really falls for all the wrestlers' tricks. That's a fun Patreon preview right in the middle of the Ricky Dozan episode. Thank you very much. Yeah. If you want to hear about how John thinks that CM Punk is a work. Everything's a work. Everything's a work. Owen's the screwdriver's a work. He just is yeah. building up to Owen is working. Brian Pillman working. <laughs> They're going to do Aaron Drozdov not working. Drozdov. Drozdov's going to stand up Drozdov, and Owen's going to attack Brett from behind who's also faking yeah, it. Surpri- yeah, also Brett is faking Brett it. Brett is faking aging. He's you know who else is faking like, it? Stu. Yes, guess who's all elite? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm the devil. Yeah. A special three-hour promo. We have an extra hour. Yeah. Stu Hart just telling yeah. you how to make soup and then <laughs> licking the microphone. <laughs> it's the ice cream that you can hear out of. And now I will recite all of the last times I saw a turd. What if my children accidentally <laughs> left in the bowl? Ellie, May 11th, 1997. Brett. <laughs> 1997. Just a 40 year old woman <laughs> shitting and not flushing. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Looks like Bulldog's cock. <laughs> it does. You know what I like? We both said to ourselves, and by that I mean you said to me, let's stay on track, and we're on Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. At least that's he's a wrestler from that era. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Let's I keep just going. Love, power through. Power I through. Love, well, I just love the idea of Luthez getting <laughs> off the plane. There's 15,000 people, all these reporters, and then Lou Flez just goes, I, uh, Where's a hamburger? Yeah. Um, what? Excuse we don't me. have those. Back on the plane for me, then. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, is the airport located in this city's Chinatown? Is that what's occurred <laughs> here? <laughs> Why are all these. I'm going to be politically correct and say evil people looking yeah. at me. Why are all these enemies of my country here in this <laughs> other country? <laughs> so they have a 60-minute draw for the NWA title. It was Drew a 8-7 rating. Yeah. 80, basically, so the attendance was said to be 27,000 people. But what was it? So, um, our listenership. Lou said, we agreed to wrestle to a draw. In our eight matches, carrying Ricky for 60 minutes was a tough job. Luthez is so much like Bret Hart, where he's like, hey, Ricky was great. I'm the best fucking wrestler of all time. Fuck you. Yeah. I, we did uh, that in Tokyo, but I Ricky suggested. Did, Ricky, did a great, Ricky did a great thing because he involved me. I'll tell you why it was a good idea. I was there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much it. I wonder if Luthez just very clinically cheated on his wife. 
No. Sorry, honey, I couldn't get any cardio in, so I ejaculated in a woman making another me, which is good for the world at large. Collect no response. mechanically Unplugged. explained why he did not cheat on his wife to his wife. Had an opportunity, a real buxom blonde hotel bar. I was having one neat uh, gin, no mixer. That's right. Straight gin. That's my drink. I don't think drink should be refreshing after 6 p.m. <laughs> drink should be punishing. Yeah, exactly. After 6 p.m., you're punishing your body Fuck you. to get, Fuck to get you ready bro. for sleep. Fuck. You have to punish your body before sleep because you'll be dreaming about daddy and you have to be angry to fight daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he got paid 25 grand for all his uh, fights. Yeah. The real exactly. fights, sorry. Exactly, yeah. Luthes, by the way, was he did the Ricky Dozan matches for free. He just then went to a bare-knuckle boxing uh, uh, league and then just beat the shit out of some people and got 25 grand. Oh, this makes me feel big. Daddy yeah. can't hurt me. Yeah, none of you are my dad. None of you are my dad. None of you are my dad. Lou is okay. <laughs> hey, Louie! Fucking Lou, Lou, Lou. Fucking me, man. It's fucking dope. Okay, here's something I can make. Here's what about this? I go under the ring, and then a different guy wrestles you the second half because I don't want to do that, and I get to drink. Let me just fucking ask you something, man. Do you want to fucking give me some chicken? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Ricky Dozen gets on the like the rock did. What if we just fucking stop this, man? I don't want to do this anymore. Fuck. You got a fucking burger I could have, bro? Okay, I get I gotta fuck somebody. Who's the drunkest <laughs> person who's the drunkest person you've ever seen on stage? I was just thinking about this. Who's the drunkest person I've ever seen perform? Ooh. I don't know. I can't who's yours? I think it might be me. There was one time at Top Secret <laughs> I was I was so fucked up I could only perform crouched in one corner. And I was featured this was years ago. This was almost ten years ago. I was featured in a Yelp review. The Yelp review read uh I thought the second act, I thought the first act was drunk until the host came back on stage and I was the first act. <laughs> uh, so Ricky managed to leverage refusing to wrestle to gain 50% shares in the JWA. Um, it was really a time where how do you become the CEO of this business? You just do do one thing right, you did it. Welcome to the 50s. Go fuck yourself. Well, it's true though cuz like when you say wrestling is popular, it's not wrestling. Ricky Dozan is popular. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like how, like, oh, the TV sitcom was popular in the 50s. No, Lucille Ball was popular in the 50s. Her vehicle was the sitcom. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. So, uh, post wrestling, Luthez and the December 1957 tour, Ricky didn't wrestle in Japan for some time, citing after wrestling Thez, he didn't want to meet any average wrestler in the ring. It is said, though, in his 1988 biography that the real reason was he'd use black market dollars, mob money, to pay American wrestlers and was avoiding a police investigation. Fuck yes. Because let's go, Ricky. Let's go. go. Ricky, don't talk to the cops. Ricky hangs out and just drinks. Ricky's into pina coladas. There's no one strong enough for me in Osaka, Japan to fight, so I'm going to Winnipeg. Yeah, let me fucking tell you some, baby. You want to know who I'm going to fight? That's right. I'm going to fucking fight alcoholism, baby. (laughs) It's going to fit me, motherfucker. You think I'd die from drinking, but it's from a different type of piss. (laughs) 
Oh yeah, um, Ricky wrote leathers to. Uh, sorry, the leathers? JWA program was terminated on March eighth, nineteen fifty eight, because and the loss of the TV deal did obviously compound matters, as it left them without a source of income. He owed them back payments. But he had sucked a lot of money into an upscale apartment rental business, causing further delays. This led 14 wrestlers banded together and threatening to strike if the issues weren't resolved. Ricky wrote letters to try and soothe the situation, and he had the particular ire for Yusuf Turk, who he referred to as a reckless undercard wrestler of Turkish origin. Dear that- reckless Turkish undercard wrestler of Turkish origin, you fucking fuck you, man. Fucking suck well, my fucking. Because he was going to tell everyone he, that Ricky Dozan was Korean. Oh shit! And if he did that, it's curtains in Japan. Yeah, then it's get out. That's the top so rope. insane. Yeah, it's the real life battle royal over the top rope and into the grave. Oh my well, god! Well, wouldn't you how- do that? Like, wouldn't Kimura just immediately be like, he's Korean? He kept like, when he's like when he's like, yeah, the Korean guy knocked me out in what a fake fight was because he, he keeps kayfabe, Dylan. It's a little thing called keeping kayfabe. No, because he didn't keep kayfabe. He's the one who originally was like, if it was a real fight, I would have beat up Ricky Dozan. He learned after that to keep kayfabe. Yes. I, there's a lot of power stuff back here, clearly, that's been lost to time. There's a lot of like meetings, I assume, yeah. in very smoky rooms. A lot of men in suits, and they're sweating, but they keep on smoking because they hate hydration. A lot of, yeah, a lot of mirrored sunglasses inside. Oh, yeah, sunglasses <laughs> inside, yes. A lot of then Ricky Dozen just shows up in a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, I've Paul. spilled most of the pizza, but I left you the crusts. <laughs> yeah. Ricky, Ricky, we're going to the strip club. What's got the girls with the big old chitter? You Ricky, are fucking I'm trying to talk to the prime minister. I'm starting to fuck up. I'm starting to always fucking bringing me I'm down, motherfucker. Man, man, you gotta let me smoke in here. You gotta just let me do it. From Matt Suda, I learned, dude. I learned the basics of pro wrestling, dude. And he used to tell me stories about Ricky Dozan drinking and fucking people. I thought, that guy actually sounds great. I'm going to be like that guy and forget what you told me, dude. <laughs> Have you ever fucking just drank grain alcohol and drove through a school? Ricky Dozan has. That sounds Ricky- great, brother. Ricky I do like Dozan. the idea of hearing Matt Suda telling him warning stories about Ricky Dozan. And Hogan's like... So wait, do that. I did nothing, and then he fucked a lot, and then what? He got on the phone and complained about his indigestion while being racist? That sounds fantastic, brother. <laughs> you do know I'm from Florida, dude. Um, all right, so then Ricky Dozan is just running from mob investigations. This is amazing. But since it's the 50s, and all you have to do if you commit a country is just, <laughs> take just, a bus 10 minutes, he just, yeah, just goes to Los Angeles. So and good. he beats Luthez by DQ in what was billed as a non-title match. There's obviously great confusion controversy about this match. The American press reporting is non-title match, but the and Ricky the Japanese papers claiming it was a title bout. Not Jeez. only that, but he'd won the title, which Ricky didn't physically have because Thez owned it, and he didn't have the money at the time to purchase it. Lou said, Japan basically came important for me during that period. I could make a couple of tours each year, wrestling Ricky and his top boys, and pick several make some sorry pick up several thousand dollars. Each trip, while not having to lay out a dime in expenses, I was able to fatten my pocket in another way, too, because I had been smart enough to bring my international title back from Europe, and Ricky wanted it. I'm proud to say that I actually made an international title meal. He's so Bret Hart. Especially in Japan. No, you didn't. Because Ricky Dozan was like, I want that thing because it's another belt, and then I'll have, like, 900 belts. Ricky Dozan was like those boxers who have, like, all the titles because it just looks sick. 
Yeah. Can I also say this is very interesting about pro wrestling, boxing, mm-hmm. any sort of this type of carny sport, stand-up comedy, there's archetypes that are attracted to it. Like Ricky Dozan is Hulk Hogan, is CM Punk. Okay. Um, Luthez is Bret Hart, is Brian Danielson. Like they just want to be wrestlers, please. Uh, Danielson seems to be roundly a better person. 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 He's the best I guess, person. I guess Luthez and because this is the other thing is like da- Danny Hodge is also this like just boring yeah. men who want to grapple with you. Yeah, I mean your friend and mine, Bobby Mare, said this, but there are some people who are just boring and vain. And Luthez oh, yeah. and Bret Hart are definitely like yeah, very much boring, vain men. Very much so. I want you to know something. Also, I uh, have never farted so much as I've been farting mm-hmm. this episode. So, well, John's smelling up a storm. However, the book, uh, oh, sorry, Hobson's book that he basically is referencing here, saying that while Ricky Dozen was alive, Lou came to Japan twice. First time in 1957, second in 1962. 1962, he only wrestled Ricky Dozan five times. Four of the matches were tag team matches. The last was a single match at the end of the tour, but it wasn't for the national title. Was this still a time when, and I don't really know if we know this, but this is interesting food for thought, which is were tag teams still a very much a big part of the main event picture as opposed to now when they were much more singles matches? I think they were. So it's that interesting thing we do need to note. It's not as big of a drop off in that time frame to be tag team matches as opposed to doing singles matches, I assume, in Japan. Well, it would make sense, right? Because this guy is... Ricky Dozan is, um, I was looking up his age because I thought maybe he was older, but he's in the prime of his life. But it's like a superstar main event, a tag team match. You get four stars yeah. instead of just two. And I'm always disappointed. Title's not going to change hands. I want to see a title change hands. Yeah. You can make a lot of good stuff with a grudge match, but I get what you're saying. Like the, the Oh, a grudge match. Give me a grudge match. I agree completely. And also one of my favorite matches actually is a tag match. Sting Luger versus the Outsiders at Hog Wild. An, oh, an wow. unsung classic, in my I opinion. I want to only make a promotion. Like if I was the WWE right now, I was Triple H, I'd be like, finally I'm in I have the book. And we have all of these great um what seos not seos but we have all this great content yeah from our library and i would o- rename every single pay-per-view just the most sexually suggestive xwcw oh XWCW. yeah 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 barely Bad. legal hog wild yeah. fuck fest 86 i yeah. come come time yeah. to come inside of another wrestler <laughs> braun Strowman <laughs> takes big dicks Braun Strowman lines up, says, I don't control my narrative anymore. And then people, without penetrating, deposit just ladles of cum in his ass. Yeah, it's really weird. There's a lot of cum and a lot of it gets spilled, but a lot goes in. Every time it's it's colder than I expected. (laughs) (laughs) We uh, froze the cum. It's not dull, uh, fresh, but it is uh, mostly uh, mine. None of it's Sean's. His yeah. is too uh, dusty. Uh... Yeah, Sean's is all uh, frozen, and uh, Vince yeah. keeps it. Vince is frozen. <laughs> Sean's comes out exactly as uh, powdered milk. Yeah, we were able to actually get Vince out of the building by just leaving a uh, trail of uh, Sean's come to him. <laughs> okay. I got to tell you, this Ricky Dozen episode's a real return to form for the rest of the review. I don't feel like we were doing enough cum-based problematic jokes. And you know what? We're back. These aren't problematic. Yeah, they are problematic, Dylan, because you wouldn't actually, like, that's right, you wouldn't actually snort cum. You'd lick it Mm. if it was in a powder (laughs) form. 
doesn't make Sept- any sense. <laughs> September. You just want to get that delicious. 1958. Nippon TV once again begins to televise pro wrestling cards. Matches aired every other Friday until. Really making uh, me nervous from taking a breath in, in that word. I got to tell you. Whew. At the Careers end. Careers flashing of- before my eyes. <laughs> We don't have fun that we do. End no, of I like. I like referring to my career as a career because I know it annoys the shit out of you. My career. What about my career? My career. I got a bunch of car beers. Never had a career. You know what I mean, <laughs> bro? I got. I got truck beers. You understand? You understand what I have leveled oh, up, baby? Yeah. I've said it before. I'll say it again. America will approve anyone for a car loan. <laughs> yeah, just move. Yeah. How much are you putting down? Not enough for how much I'm paying per month. <laughs> Others do have her claim. Okay, sorry. End of 58, Ricky Woo! left Japan for Brazil. Uh-oh. They were the invited guests never, of the good. 50th anniversary of immigration to Brazil. They got a rousing welcome of 3,000 Japanese in- 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 immigrants. There we go. Wow, it took you the, way too long to be able to say that word. My I God. am so tired, man. I am. I know. It's, it. very, it's very fun to make fun of you. Sao Paulo. Go ahead. 10th, they worked with local wrestlers to Sao Paulo and other cities Woo! for a month. They left Brazil after Ricky Dozan went to a draw with uh, Johnny Costas on December 11th. When Ricky returned to Japan... Uh, the anointed leader of the wrestlers, Azuma Fuji, who had repeat, uh, reportedly lent a lot of the younger wrestlers money himself, despite not being well paid, attempted to negotiate with Ricky for payment, but got smooth talked. By which I mean, <laughs> you want to see my dick to get the fuck out? You, you want some fucking money? I need rats. That's what I'm fucking for. Digging my ass. Yeah, you want to fucking take my fucking cock as well <laughs> yeah yeah oh oh you gotta leave i was spinning it's spinning it's all spinning what's the uh what's the worst reaction you've ever gotten from asking someone for money for something that you were owed money for that's my favorite stand-up comedians are because we so many times have to ask for the money I, i've only ever dealt with people going yeah i have it just give me a sec you know that's it Oh, I've, I've never I've, had anyone but like I've, I've never been, had anyone. I've been scolded by people holding the check. I've grabbed a check out of people's hands before. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. England's weird for that though. You live there longer for they'll Birmingham full highlight. Birmingham highlight 2011. I do not like how you treated that audience and I do not think that you deserve to get paid holding my check and I just remember grabbing it out of her hands and going, I sort of agree with you, but still I'm getting paid and then I ran out of that club and cried for 2 hours. <laughs> <laughs> um on the subject of crying go ahead uh basically ricky smooth talked this guy and then the guy quit wrestling i thought azuma fuji was our leader in the negotiation with ricky dozan but i realized he betrayed us after all he received so much money from ricky dozan and gave up proceeding basically ricky was like how about i just give you more money and he was yeah. like problem solved we're going to form a union. How about I just make you the guy I give more money to? That is a union. <laughs> I would like to marry my wallet to that money. So basically, we're in 1958, and we'll be talking about uh, 1958 through 1963. Why do we end at 63? You'll find out next Oh, week. Oh, no. What happens in 63, Dylan? I hope nothing bad. Something oh, fun. Oh, that's right. JFK, I think, is assassinated, I believe. Yeah, that's it. That's where we stopped. JFK's assassination. Yeah, that's, that's right. And we're, 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 Ricky Dozen took it hard. I will never wrestle again. 
Ricky Dozan had to work out a plan to get over the financial difficulties the JWA had been in for more than two years. He had come very clear to issuing a dishonored bill at the time, but he wasn't afraid to forge ahead and take a chance. And basically, dishonored bill just means bad check. But yeah, yeah. we're forging ahead. We got no goddamn money. We got a drinking problem. Baby, let's fuck. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the 1950s. You want to know how you be a success in that time period? You just keep doing what you were doing, no matter how badly it's going. And it's just going to turn around, I think. Like, I don't know anyone who wasn't successful that you hear about at this that has this story in the 50s. Sam Phillips, like, beginning of the 50s. No one likes rock and roll. Then just a guy with a haircut shows up, is the best at rock and roll ever. Yep, I'm the... I have so much money now. That's the 50s was... If you just yeah, you just showed up and you were like, and then I sang a song and everyone was like, oh, I love that song. Do you want a million dollars? Yes. Yeah. Hang now on. I'm the best. Why don't I just fucking hit the ball to the fence yeah, every time so I go up there? I mean, you so could do you that, but it, yeah. then the, the game would be really exciting then, and that's not what this is here for. Yeah, but if all right, but if you if you jump up high and then put the ball directly in that and make a big crashing noise, then people have too much fun, and that's not what basketball is about. Basketball is about a white guy holding the ball at his chest. Yeah, you want someone to reasonably attempt a throw from the top of the key. I don't want it to be interrupted with his arm waving. That's very distracting. Dribble the ball with one hand, and the other hand should be lecturing the other person about how to spend their money. Exactly correct. You need to be speaking about an IRA or a mutual fund. <laughs> so, John, next week we're yes. going to talk about Ricky Dozan. Do you have anything to promote to these lovely people? Just keep supporting the Wrestle Review. We really enjoy pumping out these episodes. I continually will love talking about Ricky Dozan because it's just like all wrestling. I always think Baba and Anoki, of course they fucking hated each other. Hey, Baba! Antonio said you fucking drink piss, man. You're a fucking piss drinker. You drink Piss, giant piss. Uh, uh, you can imagine Ricky Dozan just a uh, Baba Enoki winner or loser gets to suck me up. Who, <laughs> hey, which one of you fucks want to buy me a fucking BLT, man? First of all, I'm not driving there. We're going on the subway. I want to do pull ups while the chicks. Oh, oh my god! Like, um, very specific guy. Very specific Toronto vibe of that guy. Oh, just a guy, just a guy in an open winter jacket, but underneath nothing but an undershirt. Say hello. Oh, D yes, please. Me. Thank you so much for listening, guys. At the John Hastings on at all social the media. Dylan God on all social media. Everyone, at so Dylan God. I got in there early. Yeah. Oh my God, he's throwing up the bird. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for supporting this broadcast. Mm. Next week we can conclude the Ricky Dozan. Dylan is mm. fingering your souls. <laughs> Soul fingering. Mm. That's the name of my new uh, new metal band, Dylan. Have you have I sent you my new single from my band Soul Fingering? Mine's called Fucking Suck My Dick or Motherfucker. It's just a bunch of swear words as one. Our word. first song is called uh The Gaping Hole That Is Your Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> we are looking in the gaping hole that is your pussy. You're fucking <laughs> I hope that you turn yourself down a bit before you screen that. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Ricky Dozan, one more time. We love you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.